0: why is it so hard for you to factor me into your life in any real way
1: i guess old habits die hard
0: well maybe i can't do this anymore
1: i understand
0: yeah i bet you do you said you loved me i do and why does it hurt
2: so fucking much
1: All right, guys, um, welcome back to The Mirandas. This is season two, episode 12. I cannot pronounce this name. We have a guest here today who, in third grade, went on a class trip to Paris for three weeks. So she's going to tell us, what is this episode called?
2: (laughs) La Dolor Exquise, The Exquisite Pain. Yes, so
1: I have, we have my sister, Catherine, on. I've mentioned her a bunch on the podcast because she's (laughs) awesome. And so, yeah, Catherine, welcome to the Mirandas.
2: Thank you. Long time
1: listener, first time caller. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: Catherine, you lived in New York City and went
0: through the same, similar hell that we all went through.
2: I did. Uh, I lived in New York for five years after college and dated every man in New York. Um, <laughs> and then I moved to Philadelphia
1: and dated all the men there. <laughs> and now she's happily married. Yes, married to a non-American.
0: <laughs> I know you have to like go through everyone to realize. Mm,
1: I think I want to go with a different nationality. Exactly, <laughs> I give up. Um, but so Catherine is somebody who has some really great date stories, and we're not sure if we're going to get to them tonight. But has some like fantastic bad. Date I mean, stories. we have to get to at least one. At, at least, least one. One. <laughs> um, but I specifically <laughs> wanted Catherine to come on to this episode because she does. Have a story that relates to like the big plot point of this episode, which involves Carrie and Pig. So, before we get into that, let's do a quick summary and then we're going to throw some questions your way.
0: You're so organized, Sarah. <laughs> it's, the
2: t-
1: it's the teacher in me. All
2: right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, here we go. There's okay. like, I will not let my type A sister down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: She's like, I got so this.
1: <laughs> in this episode, the girls kind of dabble in s and each character <laughs> explores this in different ways um they sam is hosting this new bar opening that is at the theme is s um charlotte is uh i don't to know a sh- is that I don't, it's just, hers is more just like Fetish. Fetish. Like loosely related to S&M. Loosely, yes. And then Charlotte's plot line, she goes to a shoe store and she has a quote unquote shoe fetish. She likes these shoes. And he has a foot fetish and it is a match made in heaven or hell, depending on what you think about shoes and feet. And then Miranda dates a guy with a special guest star, Will Arnett, who's amazing. Love it. His fetish is getting caught in public or doing it in places Mm -hmm. where he may get caught. And then the big plot of the episode is between Carrie and Big. Big tells Carrie that he is leaving for Paris. And Carrie realizes that she's a little bit of a sadist, a masochist. I don't know what. Maybe both. And they have a very, very sad episode. Or kind of, I don't know, the dissolution of their relationship. So that's kind of it. Yeah.
0: Um, This was like kind of a gut-wrenching episode. It was like... I also like... I think... I have a lot of opinions on Carrie's behavior in this episode. Um, But I also think that I would have acted very similar in some scenarios in this episode where I would have like freaked out and like gone off on this person be like what is wrong with you you know
1: (laughs) yeah I think I think throwing the um mcdouble whatever it was was the least you could do in that situation at the tv (laughs) um okay but first things Catherine did you like this episode first impressions gut reaction gut reaction so
2: i liked this episode this is definitely getting to like the meat of season two that you guys have been describing where things have like been good for a couple episodes now and like now we're getting somewhere um i thought all the plot points um i thought this was one of the better ones where they tie together the theme of like fetishes um samantha doesn't really get one but i think her whole life is a fetish yeah totally. Um, (laughs) so i thought that was like a cool thread that goes through it um this was an episode that I remembered from watching this, you know, as a, as a, as a teenager, as a woman in my twenties and then rewatching it. Um, yeah, I, it's, as Sarah sort of alluded to, this is, this rings a bell in my dating life and it was really traumatic to oh, rewatch. Man. And you just felt so, um, sad for Carrie. I thought it was like well-developed. You could see that she was sort of trying and, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I thought it was was a great episode, and it's so important in, like, all the character building to get to the next half of season two.
1: I mean, this episode redefines the entire series, because it completely leads Big and Carrie where they end up going, and Mm -hmm. Catherine actually said something, I was on the phone with Catherine on Friday, and you said, I'm going to just say it, that you Mm -hmm. think we've been too easy on Big. Yeah, I I, You know what? We've been too easy on him. (laughs) It's like...
0: Like, I think we've been so absolutely disgusted by Carrie
2: that we just don't even have the bandwidth to critique. I know? I think that you know, yeah. I mean, you guys are now having this sort of like you're watching it for the second, third, fourth, fifth time. But I think in the <laughs> early iterations of watching the show, people <laughs> it like, for like 20th seventh time. time.
1: Okay, <laughs> exactly. Sure. <laughs> second time
2: like early on like your loyalties lie with the protagonist right you want to be on Carrie's side and I'm in the position of like I never I don't know I don't know if I ever really got Carrie (laughs) um and so none of her bad behavior is like surprising to me um I think she's you know she's an adolescent and she's immature and there are no adults in the picture ever they never they don't have parents they don't have siblings they haven't had had a share they have these like girlfriends who reinforce this like echo chamber of their bad behavior Um, but I think that, yeah, I feel like Big's been getting off a little bit easy on this podcast. I think there's this sort of reimagining of, oh, well, he was as clear as he could be. And she just (laughs) wasn't being clear about what she wanted. And I think he intentionally misunderstands, overrides, ignores the things that she needs. Um,
1: the episode with the stuff, I mean, yeah. And this is, Catherine, why I love you, because Catherine will call people out. And so I like, because my, my mom will will say the best things about the podcast. And I like that. I need to call because I need constant reassurance that I'm doing a good job. Whereas Catherine will tell me, this is what you need to do better. So I do think, I think we've been easy on Big. We've been hard on Carrie. But in this episode, we have to be hard on Big because he was such a dick. This he was- is the worst of the worst of, of Big.
0: I, I mean, I think it gets worse, but like at the same time, like I can't believe the. Because didn't we leave the last episode with I fucking love you okay? Like, right? Or like two episodes ago? Two episodes ago, yeah. Yeah, and it's. Uh, yeah, the last I,
2: episode, she was in a drawer. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly She's he loves bar- me yeah there i was all along all over the apartment in the drawer um <laughs> where, where no they, one can see me where no one can see me they i it made me so angry when he said well like you're not gonna move there because of me like you're gonna do <sighs> your own thing right and it's like do you even need to ask dude do you even like or- it would be for you right i don't want you to move to paris and expect anything oh. i wanted to punch him I in the throat punch. i wanted to punch him
1: but you'd be moving to paris for yourself right i mean don't move for me
0: well why would i move to paris if it wasn't for you
1: no i'm just saying i don't want you to uproot your life and expect anything
0: i am such an idiot
1: what the fuck
0: I'm Town
1: in a beret, find your greasy food, and you don't even care if I'm in your life. Would you calm down? No, you know what? I am. I am... And you could see what he was doing, and you knew he was saying things to be hurtful. And when you. Or see make that, her feel embarrassed, too. To, to he was... shame her, yeah. Yeah. And and the way he was so cavalier about it, and, you know, he said when he finally told her, like, well, I might have to go, I may not. Don't get carried away. And he's like, what was this, her? is it gaslighting? What is it? He's like, making her feel like, wait, wait. You're making me feel crazy right now for my reaction. And and then she feels bad. And then she, like, when she came back over and she's like, I'm apologizing for being la bitch. And I was like, you're not being a bitch. You're being reasonable and stating what you want and what you need. and Also, that
0: whole, like, French beret thing and the la this, la that was killing me.
1: I loved,
2: we'll do la phone sex, though. I yeah, thought that was yeah, cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you can just see him, like, Being so distant and you know that feeling when a guy does that to you where they're intentionally creating distance and you're trying and they're actively pushing you away.
0: You know what it is that specifically pisses me off about it? It's not entitled of her to like, you know, troubleshoot like, okay, so like I can come visit and like, yeah, like, yeah, that was, that was like, it was cruel. It was so bad.
1: And I think it's what she says where, you know, I think he kept going like, you know, it's not definite. Like, what's the problem? And then she's like, it's not that it's that I wasn't even a factor in your decision making process. Like you didn't even think of me. Like, how much more can I give to you to be considered? And that part like really hit because I think every person I know who's dated in New York City has dealt with some person who has made that who who's just not considered them they weren't considered and um yeah i wanted to kill him and he's standing there giving me
0: the what's the big problem eyes you know i don't understand you like it's my problem okay just calm down there are ways to make this work it's just seven months and you can go visit him in paris and he can come back here no it's not about that it's about the fact that i wasn't even a factor in his decision making process totally i have a specific story in which Ooh. it was like Again, a different person who loved love-bombed me, which was like showed me, like sent me all these, let's do this and that. Okay, we're making plans this weekend. And then when I was like, okay, like we made plans. We're like, get out of the city. Like what's going on? And wasn't answering and then finally answered like 10 days later. And I remember he said, he's like, and then you texted me the next day. And I was like, you're making me feel bad for like text texting you Ugh. and it's like that's that kind of like i don't know it just like yeah again it, it was
1: no i get it and it's 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 this feeling of embarrassment and shame mm-hmm. and 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 making you feel when you're in a vulnerable position even exactly more vulnerable.
0: and they um, and the thing is they know that right or do they in the back of their head know that like does beg realize that like carrie is like so vulnerable like I don't yeah. know, Catherine, what do you think? Like, what what do you think? Well, you have such a personal story with this. Yeah. And
1: if you want to share, I would love to hear it. We yeah, I should. would love to all hear right. it. Well, I will... I was there for this. Sarah was present for this. (laughs) I need to hear this.
2: So I will answer the first question first, which is I do think Big knows what he's doing. And I think you can see it from the beginning of the episode. She shows up. Mm. She's got the riding crop. She has the hat on. She's trying to be cute at the door. And from the moment he opens her, just stares at her. And she's like, well, laugh. It's a joke. Mm. And he goes, oh, the fuck is that? And then
0: Can I pause you right there? Yeah. Cuz he's looking at her like she's stupid and he's wearing the dumbest shirt I've ever seen. <laughs> like this weird like gritted like
2: bowling like tie-dye shirt.
0: Anyway, continue.
2: No, he he had emotionally checked out at that point. He had emotionally yes. checked out the second he knew he could possibly move me to Paris. Yeah. He wanted a good last fuck because all that they have between them is sexual chemistry and they've been riding that wave as yeah. far as it'll take them. So yeah. That's where yeah. I am on <laughs> um, that. The, the story <laughs> for, for me, and that makes this like painful to watch, is so I was dating this guy uh, in New York. He is my capital E-X. Um, okay. His name is which does not differentiate it mm-hmm. from the other eight that I dated in my 20s. So you don't believe <laughs> anything. Um, and we had been dating for about a year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and we had talked about moving in together. Um, we had talked about if either of our jobs relocated, what would we, you know, we'd go together, what we would we want the future to look like? We we were we were in the relationship part yeah. <laughs> of being together yeah. for a year. It was not like, um, you know, I, did, I, had, I had a drawer there. So you and weren't been, Carrie. <laughs> I was not Carrie, but there had been little big yeah. uh, red flags along the way. There were, you know, the non-introducing to people or the, what are we for the first couple months? But I, you know, we seem like one rhythm. them. It is it. And I went back to my G chat messages from this time period in preparation for this podcast. This is this big traumatic black hole. Like what happened? I can't believe you did that. I, I'm thankful. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. On a Monday night, um, we'd been like, Chatting throughout the day, two chat text. See you later. Coming over. Came over for Indian food. We were having curry God. in my apartment that I shared curry with Sarah. Curry is ruined. Thank God, curry is not ruined. But maybe okay. for years, I don't know. We're back on board with curry. <laughs> and we're just shooting the shit, talking about our days, like nothing. And we're I just sitting on to the te- sofa. We had to sitting think on that. the sofa. <laughs> I am Sarah was there, and I. Don't oh have God, to get something in my bedroom, and I like walked up, turned around. He was standing there, and he's like, hey, "I got to talk to you about something." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" And I'm an oldest child, so I'm like, "Well, I'm being fired." <laughs> oh <laughs> but like, that's God. usually not a rational reaction. What's happening? And yeah. he said, "So, um, and he worked as a, a gallery assistant for this art gallery that was run by this these two men who were both business partners and a couple." Okay. Um, and he was sort of there like girl Friday did everything they needed around the office um, <laughs> set up shows things like that and he says so the boys who, which is how he referred to his bosses are going to relocate the business to California oh. and I was like oh my god that's so stressful I'm so sorry and he's like and I'm going to move with them oh my and I was god. like I, I thought I had misheard and I was like what <laughs> He was like, Yeah, I'm gonna have to move to California. And I said, When? And he's like, In two months. And oh, I said, For how long? God. And he's like, Forever.
1: It was um, so weird. And he was just like, I, I remember like we had paused something and I was still sitting there eating my food. Like, What's
0: wait, happening? Wait, Sarah, could you hear no, any of
1: it he, uh, There were those glass doors and the Yeah, yeah, shut, yeah. Shots so we went behind. And I was like, But What's you knew happening? something was wrong. And <laughs> it was so out of the blue.
2: I said, like, how long, I, I literally verbatim, Carrie, how long have you known about this? It was 8 p.m. He had known about this since 10 a.m. And had already decided that he And made going. a decision. And, and made, a had made a decision. Lickety and split it, decision. Yeah. And he's like, well, the boys told me this morning and I told him I'd go this afternoon. And I'm like, you didn't even talk to me about this. You didn't run yeah. this by me. Um And this escalated into this big fight, which is, like, me saying, basically, not only are you going, and I don't want to be in a long-distance relationship, um, but I was not even a factor in your decision-making process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he left, and I was devastated, and I had this, you know, horrible week, and then we you know, met up two days later and had this, you know, conversation about how we're going to yeah. make it work. And I had a schedule and I had a timetable and I had a calendar yeah. and I looked at flight prices and I was like, well, I can come on this weekend. You can go here and we can make this work and I will move there. It was uncanny how much of yeah. this is the same big care thing. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And wait, then, so then... Wait,
1: he didn't end up moving. Wait, he didn't what? end up moving.
2: So he ended up, so he was, the, you know, the the plan had been that he was going to move. We got back together. We things were like a little bit tenuous, but like got back on a good track. Um, and then he broke up with me like really out of the blue um, at a dinner party. Like three <sighs> months later,
1: it was, um, this was the more di- fucked story. A dinner? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It was yeah. not at a dinner party. It was at a like BYO topping pizza party at his place in which the day day of was saying, I love you. Can't wait to see you. I show up with like goat cheese and artichokes at the thing. And he's like breaking up with you. It was so fucked up. He broke up with her at the dinner party.
2: One of the reasons that he broke up with me. Bedroom or something. Yeah, we were in the bedroom. Everyone else was in the kitchen. I was taking my shoes off and he's like, I don't think this is going to work. And I'm like, I I just, I just take my shoes off. Then the (laughs) socks. Wait,
1: it was, a- this person was so.
0: Sarah, you were at the-
2: again. I was. Just-
0: yeah. <laughs> I like, right. had
2: to go out and tell her, "Hey, I just broke up with your sister." I'm and I were being left. like, "What?"
1: <laughs> I was like, "Where is she? What's going on?" I just got came here with the goat cheese for the pizza. I thought we we're having a pizza party. <laughs> it was so fucking bizarre that he would choose the most. Ins- it was just so out of the blue.
2: Do you, you think that was I that I had my first reaction to him moving to California had been oh well we should break up so he felt that he could never trust me again oh my god he's fucking stupid oh no
1: no no this guy is gaslighting he's worst. fucking dumb he's wait, wait, wait 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 Catherine he, okay he's fucking is, trying with this that is one. just to kind of sum up this person oh in a nutshell yeah. you there's one more story from this person that will like just put some on the list, which is the video story.
2: Oh yeah. Well, okay. Wait, so I I, I cried I, over that. I don't want to, to not... derail the the. the story oh no, we like derail. Well, we oh we got yeah. Plenty I mean, done. this is this is there there is content with this person to fill volumes, and there's content in which I am Carrie because yeah six months after he broke up with me at this pizza party i got back together with, with him and we dated for another year so like i'm not oh, blameless here and no no, he no i get it again at my apartment in front of sarah oh my god
0: oh my god oh my god
1: You live and and you point,
2: i just said listen i'm moving to pennsylvania in a week can we just table this and break up on friday because we have a lot of commitments
0: <laughs> um, wait sorry you broke up can you say that again
2: Oh yeah. So we, the like, so we were together, we broke up about this California thing. We got back together like 24, 48 hours later. We were together for another couple months, broke up for real out of the blue, got back together six months later, stayed together for another year. And then he broke up with me again out of the blue. And that time I said, can you just do this in a week? I'm moving anyway. Like, we have we have dinner plans. We've got to go to this concert. I can't.
1: Yeah.
2: I can't do this right now. Oh,
1: Wasn't it because point. he was moving to London or something? No,
2: he was just going to London for a weekend. Oh. He was just going to London,
1: <laughs> but he couldn't be tied down. <laughs> okay, you know, so, I need to be in a
2: relationship when I
1: need to move to California. That I can just go. Okay, so this is the one story that where we, our parents were like, "I oh, know this person is." <clears throat> Potentially evil. I think we may not. Maybe, that may be a too strong of a word. But just tell t- the story, and then I we, you won't. You'll get out of the hot seat. Why don't you you tell that story? Just yeah, so that tell that someone that here's story. besides my Ka- voice. Catherine had done this really cool project where, from the new year to the next new year, had taken a like five to like nine second video clip each day oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. really really cool and then compiled it into a, a year like a, a couple minute clip a video yeah. with all these clips of her whole year so within yeah. that time you know there were some breakups get back together with this yeah. guy and she'd finished the project she was so <sighs> proud and no. you know you didn't really love your job at the time so i think you kind of put a lot of effort into it was this an it was outlet really yeah. it was cool the video was cool i was jealous i was like i wish i'd done this. And she showed it to Matt, and his first reaction wasn't like "I'm so proud of you. This is so cool." It was it was why would you put a picture of me in it? And this is while they were dating, and it was a a little like four second clip of him lying in bed because he was part of her life, right? Like it's just yeah, totally, and. And it was so innocuous. It it was like not a big deal at all. And and he was so upset by it that he make you take it out or you had to re-edit it that he didn't want people to know that he was like in your bed or something, even though you were dating. It was and she was so proud of it. And it was just heart fucking wrenching. It was hard. It made me tear up. It was so awful that he's like, why would you put me in that?
0: Wait, he's he's a pathetic fucking loser. Where is he now?
2: He's married. He's married. (laughs) To who? Of someone who I'm sure is understanding, and that he is less embarrassed to be with. He's awful. Well,
1: honestly, though, thank fucking God he did all of these things because you have quite possibly the nicest, most wonderful husband now. No, you do. I'm very lucky. I do. No, I do. Like Ali, yeah.
0: And it is very much like Big, where he does all these things that are so like pointed and like so like intentional and it's like why don't you just have the fucking balls if this person you don't like just break up with them
1: so okay so this is the thing Gilly that I think um that Carrie said at the end of the episode you know they have sex he goes and he and she said did I ever love big or was I addicted to the pain of wanting someone so unattainable and I I really related to that that that, that, yeah that's heavy that pull of of wanting someone. And sometimes the thing that feels the best is the fantasy and the wanting. Yeah. And it's not actually that person. Cause that actually person makes you feel like shit, but like yeah. the wanting feels so good. And I know a ton of women who have been in situations like yeah. that. And I think we know a lot of women like that yeah. where the potential is so good. The wanting is good. The like, you just, it makes you high and it brings you low, but the high is yeah. so good that you're like, I'll, just keep it for the high of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And also there was a, that's really interesting. That line because like towards the beginning of the episode, when she's at brunch and explaining the things to the girls, and then I think she's leaving brunch or whatever. And she's saying like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I doing this to myself? And my note is Carrie, listen, like, listen to, (laughs) listen, listen to yourself. Like, like, and not just like in this scenario. I mean, like, why are you doing this to yourself and like every other season following? Why do I keep doing this to myself? I
1: must be a masochist or something. So this is one of my questions that I had for Catherine, though, is why? What, what motivates Carrie and why do you think she held on for as long as she did? so
2: i think um and she she touches on this in the episode right which is are we masochists or are we optimists Mm -hmm. um i don't know if she says that or that was my interpretation of it um Mm -hmm. but you Mm. are sort of getting off on the pain i think there's a lot of self-esteem things involved i think that was certainly the case for me where someone's disinterest in you reflects the level of interest that you think you deserve Mm -hmm. um when the lows are really low the very moderate spikes and high feel higher. Um, so when somebody like sends you a text or like does something sweet or remembers your drink order or whatever, it feels like they are giving you the world. Whereas yeah. if my husband does that, I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's the baseline. I know, <laughs> like I know. when when you just treat someone nicely all the time, you really have to go out of your way to impress I them. Know. Um, <laughs> so I think there's a little bit of that. I also think I think she's got she's got the sex goggles.
1: Um, yeah. You can
2: see it. You've seen it in other episodes. They have chemistry. He yeah, makes her hot. And yeah. you don't see her act this yeah. way with any of the other men. She dates throughout at the series. She's you more don't. in control. She's yeah. confident. She's able to speak up for herself. And she can't yeah. do it with vague because he has something she wants. And what she wants yeah. is that D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's she's impressed by him. She thinks of like the security that he moves in the world, the financial security, the mm-hmm. emotional security, the self-esteem highlights what she lacks and then she sort of like needs him to reflect it back to her. So when it gets taken away, you feel like oh, some they owned that. They owned how I feel about myself.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a question yeah. Um, Good. well there okay, there're two things. So the first thing is like the parallels between that capital E X of yours and Big is that it seems like they don't have they are so f- such cowards that they have to act like like communicate in these insane cruel ways. And the thing is with the guy that you dated is it is so obvious between like the first two times that he broke up with, with the Indian food and the pizza party is he chose to have people there so that you could not react. And that is so controlling and it, and like the fact that there were other people there meant like, I don't know if you left the party or what, like, but he made it. So that he doesn't have to deal with the blow of his own actions, and so he softened the blow by having other people there, and and also just like, not like
2: yeah, just yeah. Uh, terrible. Well, I mean, I think it's it's like the old adage, right? For like when you you know want to break up with someone, do it in a public place, take them out to lunch. They're not going to make a scene. Um, yeah. But sometimes you're entitled to make a scene, and you're entitled to you know throw a fillet of fish at someone's television. Um, Oh my, loved it. (laughs) Like, great. Um, You know, when you get kicked out of bed because someone rolls over into your space, you're allowed to punch them in the face. Um, (laughs) You know, I think there is this, I feel like sometimes the definition of like a woman who is crazy. um, You, you've all heard like men describe, oh, my ex was crazy. That girl is crazy. that shit. Yeah. 98% of the time, what they mean is she was upset when I didn't want her to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know?
0: Or I was an asshole and she couldn't deal with
2: deal with it. But not even that, because it's not acknowledging that that they were an asshole. And I think that's oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's true for for my capital EX. And I think yeah. that is true for for Mr. Big. They mm. don't want to be disliked. He wants to get off the hook. He wants to come by, get into her bed, have sex, yeah. and have her be the one to say, oh, it's over. So that he yeah. can say, "Well, you broke up with me." Exactly. I'm oh, not the bad guy here. Yeah, and yeah.
1: There was that scene. Oh God, when she's at his apartment and they have the you know she throws the fish, and then she's like, <laughs> she says, "Yeah, right." She's a little bit, and then she says something like, "Um, like I can't do this anymore," and then he's like, "I understand," right? Right. Uh, yeah, right. And it's that moment where he's like, because mm, you're like, ooh, you now she looks like the one who just ended it, even though you did all yeah. the things that were ending yes. it. And he's yeah. such a coward. And she looks at him and she's like, you can't even fight for me. You don't want. Yeah. this.
2: Yep. Yeah. And, and that's ex- exactly what it is, where it is like, I would say on two occasions, I said the words like, I can't do this anymore. It's over. So yeah. it's like, well, you broke up with me. And it's like, but you created a situation where like, that is the only way out. So yeah. when she says, I can't do this anymore. She's not saying, I can't date you anymore. She is saying, please stop treating me this way. Yes, and he's yes. like, well, I'm not gonna.
1: I have to be in a relationship where if I have to go to Paris, I have to go to Paris.
2: Fine, go to Paris. And then what happens to
0: us next year when you decide you just have to go to Brazil? This isn't about
1: us. This is about
0: work! No, this isn't about work. This is about us getting closer and you getting so freaked out that you have to put an ocean between us.
1: Um, So I was asking Catherine... um, the you know why, why she it really like relate to Carrie and then Catherine said well because I'm a Miranda and the thing is about Catherine is that she was a Miranda before being a Miranda was cool to be Miranda <laughs> like if you had known Catherine High School Catherine was type base and she was like four. <laughs> Catherine is the Miranda of all Mirandas in the best way possible has the most amazing qualities that Miranda has um so I think you growing up probably you I, thought, I think you saw Carrie's bullshit before someone like me growing up, where I was kind of, yeah. like, enthralled by Carrie. And I was like, ooh, I love Mr. Big and there. I was like, God, I hope they get back together. I was so rooting for them. And now I watch it, I'm like, oh, my God, they're all so toxic. But I think Carrie you saw was
2: through it. So, Carrie was so needy. Um, and honestly, for someone who writes a sex column, she was kind of a prude. I know. Um,
1: exactly I know. Like we, we, like, we, oh. have, we need a column by Samantha. S-
2: an yeah. M- oh. and she's what? She's thirty-two. You know, like, like you said, she's an it girl. Like she's kind of famous for being famous, and um, she just wasn't like a very good friend. Um, no, she doesn't show up. I think the way that the other girls do. She's financially irresponsible. That didn't sit right with me. <laughs> she's like you can't pay your rent stop buying shoes stop Um, buying shoes you psycho oh my god and i and i think you know i watched this show many years before i met voldemort and um (laughs) i didn't understand how she couldn't unravel herself from him just walk away he's not nice to you he doesn't like you you know find somebody else um And I now have significantly more empathy for her than I did, honestly, the first time around, which is why I'm like, we're, we're too easy on Big. Like, Big is yeah, fucking yeah. this woman where who yeah. he is, he's abusing his power. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I, the hard part watching Sex and the City as a, you know, 18, 19-year-old Miranda, because now I'm like, 33. I'm leaning into being Miranda. This is great. I wore an entirely maroon outfit the other day.
1: <laughs> partner works. at okay. the
2: firm, Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> um, was that you would look at it and think, well, I'm a Miranda. I am smart and I'm outspoken and I don't take bullshit. And I'm very, you know, upfront about the treatment that I deserve, the sex that I want, all of these things. And she gets, you know, Will Arnett trying to coming from his parents Um, so so many other like dating horrors and yes she gets Steve but they you know it already it always has to feel like a compromise whereas Carrie I'm like why are all these men falling all over themselves for you it's just because you're pretty and then that that
1: makes you feel a certain way oh that's such a good point
0: yeah yeah totally this is one more thing I want to ask about the big and Carrie situation is when I was watching it and he literally kind of mumbles, you know, that he's packing and she's like, there, I helped pack. And she's in like her silk nightgown thingy. And he kind of, she's asking about the timeshare in the Hamptons, like, do you want to do this? And he's kind of like mumbling that he's going to Paris or whatever. What would have been, I don't know, I was just in that moment, I was wondering what could have been a reaction what it, what could there what could Carrie have said in that moment that would have made him regret making that choice and saying that to her in that moment
1: i don't think anything
2: nothing yeah
0: i mean i just wonder if it was her being like oh well like i'm seeing somebody else anyway i wonder about that
1: <laughs> like <laughs> go he, full he... crazy and create an entire relationship <laughs>
0: like, like honestly his, like yeah Because he loves when she's with someone else. When it's the Russian, when it's Aiden.
1: Oh, that's so true. God, this whole Mm -hmm. breakup in this scene makes the rest, puts the rest of the series in perspective. Because, like... And then we know what's coming at the end of season two with Natasha. And it's just like, ugh, like knife in your heart is so painful.
0: Well, that's what's so, so all, I mean, I know we're fast forwarding, but that's also what, like just watching it. I knew what was going to happen, which is, yeah. you know, she's talking, she's asking about said timeshare in the Hamptons. <gasps> and then lo and behold, she's in the Hamptons. This fucker is also in the Hamptons with this new person who that's he's like so engaged right. to or whatever or no she didn't know he was engaged but it was like his new girlfriend at oh, that's um, interesting and, he, of, and that was yeah. evil
2: that that was evil <laughs> it was so we were the i can't remember it was last week's episode of the week before where she was leaving the stuff in the apartment Evolution, it was the last <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the ev- one ev- that that, really, that that is that prefigures this episode right yeah. he's not making space for her in his life because she's not a priority yeah and it was interesting because, you know, it's sort of like, it's, it's, the, it's the J.K. Rowling thing where all of a sudden you're going to like put all of this like backstory onto a show where it doesn't exist. Yeah. But Ollie's takeaway listening to that was, well, like, because I was saying, oh, it's it so annoying. And you were saying, oh, he's had a wife. Why doesn't he get all this stuff? He's like, no, well, because you don't want it out. You don't want people to know that a woman is here. And he, mm. he basically implied like he's, he's seeing other people.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. that's a hot take. That would be like a Reddit theory. Was big mm-hmm. seeing other people while seeing Carrie.
2: Or at least wanting the option to. Wanting to seem yeah. available. Wanting to seem like someone who could go to Paris at a moment's notice. And yeah, I think that, that definitely plays mm-hmm. into it. I don't think he's uh, big on monogamy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he respects her.
0: No.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's oh man. Well, I the, the episode after this with Carrie is the fa- the like the mental fallout from this, and it's one of my favorite lines. I'm not going to go into it now, but next week's episode we'll we'll talk about that. Is is that where the Carrie Tracker soundbite comes from? That is what where the Carrie Tracker soundbite comes. from. Oh, by. there we go. And speaking of Carrie Tracker, I actually under Carrie Tracker this episode. I put. When Stanford has his issue, she does not oh. talk about herself once when she's at the apartment. So he has this issue. She
2: does ditch them at drinks from the very beginning. She does. She,
1: okay, I, that could be. Yes. There's, there's definitely some carry tracker, but I did notice that when Stanford's at the apartment, they're having you know some cigarettes and uh, cosmos. Uh, he's talking, and I was waiting for her to interject with something. Me too, big, and she Me never too. did. So Me there too. You go. I had my pen
2: poised because I was Me like, too. I need my carry tracker uh, moments. What is she wearing?
0: Yeah, because ba- yeah. basically uh, uh, Stanford is dating someone. So he's doing cyber sex online and he's dating someone and he's going tool through. Tool for
1: you. Tool for Big you. Tool
0: for you. Yeah, and he's going, what do you see, Rick 9 plus or yeah. something? <laughs> and he's He's, like, uh, you know, experiencing, you know, potential catfishing before catfishing was even coined, which is what's also, like, it was weird watching this episode because it didn't feel old in that moment. You know what I mean? Aside from, like, cyber sex. But, okay, so... Yeah, with Stanford, I was actually yeah, I was surprised. I might again, we all had our finger on the pulse, ready to find the carry tracker. But she was, I mean, I guess maybe I would have done the same thing if I was in her place. But she was kind of, I don't know, like laughing and being kind of again like yes. prudish about this online thing instead of being more like she in- has no
1: empathy. She's a character who lacks any sort of empathy.
0: And instead of investigating more about like what is this world of like online, you know, cyber sex and like people meeting up, it was just like, Oh my god, the usernames <laughs> are so weird. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I want yeah. my sex columnist at the underwear bar. Yes. Like, that's like
0: yes. what yes. I want. Not- yes. Investigative journalism.
1: <laughs> All right, so I, we, we, we would be remiss on the Mirandas to not mention the Miranda plot line. Let's do it. Will Arnett, who I love. I love him as an actor. And so, you know, Miranda is dating this guy who wants to be caught. That's kind of his fetish. So he puts her yeah. in all these different positions. I thought this was definitely a funny plot line. I so. right? yeah. I, yeah. That's interesting. So I, I I like that they gave her something a little bit lighthearted kind of absurd. Um, I don't know if there's a lot to analyze there, but I don't think I've ever been in a position which I dated somebody who wanted to do that.
0: To, no, to no. Have sex outside
1: of Mark Twain's house, which I'm assuming is like in Gramercy or, or these <laughs> East
0: Yeah. Someone might come by. We could get caught. I know. No, I don't think, um, no. Has anyone had someone who's wanted to like,
1: Catherine.
2: All right. Speak so, up. I mean, I think this is like an interesting area. And I, I assumed it was going to be one of the things that Laura had on her agenda was like, let's talk about fetishes. Let's get into it. Let's um, get. That, that's my gilly tracker. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. gilly um, tracker. <laughs> but I, so my, my husband and I watched this episode together and we were, you know, just, I and mean, we watched one before it too to like catch up because that's like, you know getting yeah, ready for the show um yeah that's marriage that's it you don't watch tv by yourself anymore it's constant <laughs> negotiation um and i was basically saying like ooh, like that's kind of sexy like in the cap but i was like yeah you're a fucking exhibitionist because <laughs> all the neighbors have seen your boobs oh my god um, yeah <laughs> yeah i def- i have um hmm. oh my mother listens to this podcast um, oh she doesn't care <laughs> yeah i have definitely like i've had sex in the bathroom at the
1: woods um what <laughs> Wait, was it at that Easter party? Was it, yeah, was it the Easter party. <laughs> was that the one that I got really drunk at and mom got yes. mad at me? Yeah, I yeah. that. I shut oh up Oh my god, drunk Laura, dinner.
2: how did you know it was,
1: it was that party? Because
2: I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can not talk about it? Well, I didn't know that you... Oh, because we are in the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I... you, you, you met the guy. That's the guy. That's yeah, the guy because the there X. was
0: someone else who I... Zach. <laughs> was there was someone else who I was dating who had told me about the same Easter party and I was like, I wonder if it's the same thing or if people just yeah. go there for Easter. And then I realized that they're all in like the same group. The person yeah, I was dating yeah, yeah. and you were dating weirdly. Oh, yes. Yeah, so so that yeah. and,
2: you know, um, a cab. <laughs> because, it, in a know, cab? Before, LeBain. you know, you don't get Uber ratings
0: from cabs. Um, in a What time of day was it? where were you going the to wee hours
2: of the of the morning like it was rush hour <laughs> five o'clock um oh my god that is too bold a traffic jam um yeah oh, so I, I definitely like explored that and enjoyed that and the possibility of some of it's like the frisson of like oh we could get caught we got to be quiet we got to be fast Is kind of hot and then there's this like other people may be seeing you being wanted or being sexual. Yes, and I think yes. that's, I mean, yeah,
1: I think sex clubs exist for a reason. It's because like, yeah. there's a level of like, let's either be watched surveillance. Or Surve- yeah. We are in a surveillance state post 9-11 and I'm
0: into it. It can be sexual. It can be more dangerous or both. Yeah. yeah like
2: I'm not putting, a, I'm like, I'm not putting tape on my webcam. I'm like, yeah, FBI guy. Like, Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: man so I like how I I I do sometimes I think this show is very anti-fetish and it's very anti it's actually not a really sex positive show and I I think at that time there wasn't a lot of conversations about anything that was sex positive it was like let's kind of make a joke of it let's kind of dip our toe in and then remember like I'm a good girl I'm a monogamist right they always have to feel like they have to kind of pull back a little bit so this show now would not be be considered sex positive at all i think at the time it was yeah 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 because totally. anytime said well, fetish yeah what were you gonna
2: say no no it, just, it wasn't it just it's not even that it was sex positive or not it was discussing sex in a way that it hadn't before yeah. that felt dirty and felt racy for our 40 and 50 year old mothers who were the audience Those, <laughs> you, lots, the, the people who could afford hpo were <laughs> oh like God, the no. suburban housewives who were like oh <laughs> hello uh, that was a leather whip <laughs> yeah well the thing that was
0: funny was um I was just thinking of like back at the party that um, I loved when um, Charlotte shows up and Samantha's like, what are you wearing? And Charlotte's the invitation Charlotte, said kinky. The, the, yeah, it said like, so I kinked my hair and she was like, <laughs> a, she had like crimped
1: ironed hair it was really cute though
2: <laughs> and sam just like rolls her
1: eyes like i love the sam and charlotte oh, yeah. like so that could be a show in itself is the sam and charlotte dynamic yeah sam it's is a- so accepting yeah. and Charlotte comes off as so naive, and it's just a really beautiful friendship.
0: Because didn't Samantha say in one of the first episodes, like you could use a little backdoor? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> the there's an episode in the future when Charlotte's with Trey, and they're dealing with their issues, and she has yes. this conflict with Samantha. And yes. Samantha and Charlotte have this really sweet scene that yeah. I like. I'm I like, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Wait, I want. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: But Samantha is well this show is very pro Samantha. We we might end up being the Samanthas. We don't know. I know. We love Samantha. This show your podcast. Yeah. Well the thing yeah, is this, we
0: couldn't yeah. we couldn't like call, I feel like that that call her daddy podcast. They're like, We're the Samanthas. Like they're you know, we're not like pro you know what I mean? Like
1: we're just so pro Samantha. Not tr- we're not we're yeah. not
0: trying to show off that we're like humans that have sex. You know what I mean? Right.
1: We just really <laughs> like her.
2: I appreciate Samantha. I appreciate Samantha more with every passing year and at this point, every passing decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you had a guest. I don't know if it was... Jill, or, or two ago. Anyway, so some of yeah. me, I, you know, I've, I've identified with different girls at different parts of my life, and yeah. like there have been times in my life when I have felt like this Samantha, where I'm mm-hmm. telling the story about you know so the very hookup like, in the cab, and like right now, You're like right now, am I the Samantha oh, at fine. the woods? Oh my God, I was there.
0: I probably Those used were that bathroom so tight. <laughs> but
2: I, I love, I love that I <laughs> did that. I love yeah. that that's in my memory. Cash. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. it's, it's, I think that's a really, like, if you're with the right person, and I don't know. Go for it's it. A, oh. It's a healthy exploration. Samantha would support me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I have told stories in a context with, I have, you know, some Midwestern friends who got married when they were 22 who were like, well, oh my you God. probably have chlamydia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a um, bad you know, girl. But then and this was pretty COVID. another yeah. group of friends, it's like, I'm a I'm a pediatrician. I go to bed at 10 o'clock every night. I'm married, and we just bought a house. Like, I am a Charlotte. I am deep oh. in my Charlotte years. <laughs> yeah. Totally.
0: Well, speaking of Samantha, and I have a Samantha Zinger. I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. Ooh. And mine is when, you know, they're at brunch right after Carrie, like, throws the Big Mac at the box TV. Um and uh Samantha actually says it's not like a funny zinger, it's just one of those like we need to turn her into like wise Samantha because she says women walk around thinking of we and the version of we with men is me and my dick.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I thought was And I think in the an- another episode with this is when jill was on that jill was talking about how much throughout the day she has to consider how she's perceived right like as a woman yes. you're constantly monitoring yourself yes how am i speaking how am i acting who's looking right and you really see in this episode how big so lacks that it's what he yeah. wants when he wants that he's going to say this and he doesn't yeah. really have to consider anybody anybody else, because he's probably never had to. And yeah. Carrie's kind of telling him, like, I want to be considered, and you need to do that in this relationship, and he's really showing who he is. Yeah. And he's just not able to do that.
0: Um, not playing big side, but my <laughs> care, <laughs> But my, my Carrie tracker does come into play in this episode when Carrie, after, you know, she's having drinks with Stanford at her house, she for some reason... Clearly goes on like a fucking Cosmo Bender and is just like up until 5.30 in the morning, clearly just like obsessing and ruminating about Big until, you know, 5.30 a.m. and calls him and... Oh, well, because he's that... in
1: Paris, so it's 5.30, so it's probably, like, what, like, 11 midnight, midnight or something? Yeah.
0: But he's not actually in Paris, is he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, he, he is?
2: Yeah, he's saying, it's 5.30 in the morning, you've called me in Paris. For her, it's, like, 30, 12 o'clock. She's still oh. on a bender, though.
0: Wait, I didn't yeah. know she was in Paris, because I thought that, like, did he come ba- back? Oh, wait, because... He has back, sorry, yeah. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, right. So she calls him and yeah that it's was still late
1: <laughs> it, it's still crazy <laughs> i know that phone call was hard to listen to because you know that she's drunk you know that now she's gonna look crazy and it gives yeah. you more power you're like watching her like fall. it gives him
0: more material to work with and you know and be like well i can't
2: date someone like that
1: you know what i mean exactly Um, And that
2: just the, like, oh, my God. Thank God it's not, like, she's not actually, like, recording her life for that. I am a woman. Oh, my God. You are a
1: small child.
0: (laughs) With big, strong, muscular arms.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She does. Her body is amazing. But
2: but he was a dick to her on the phone. Like, someone you've been dating for that long, they call you. Like, (laughs) there are ways to say... Hey, I want to have this conversation that are not, it's 5 30 in the morning. Go have another Cosmo. Like he was cruel.
1: He was cruel. And he was so cruel this episode. He really was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This um this does lead us into next week's episode, which I'm excited to talk about. Um, the one plot line that I'm really curious, and this is a question for you. So in this plot line, it's really great, Charlotte. You know, she's had Blowjob guy, anal guy. Now she has foot fetish guy. She's not dating him, but there's yeah. some intimacy between them with the feet. So, yeah. you know, she goes to the shop trying on the shoes. The shoes are beautiful.
0: Charlotte felt like Cinderella. Cinderella in a dirty, kinky, freaked out storybook parallel universe.
1: My question is, would you oh. let somebody in rub your feet to get free shoes? My answer was out of, you know, unquestionably yes, that I would do that. I love my feet being rubbed. I would pay someone to do that. So I, I'm, I, it's interesting that she took the shoes back. I'm curious if you would, what you have done in her situation.
0: You know what? I think it's like not, unlike Charlotte, I wouldn't feel bad about that transaction as much as I would have felt bad about like this guy who does this and like to like unassuming people women on Madison
1: Avenue the human aspect was sad yeah. <laughs> the
0: fact that like this hasn't like I don't know he seems like not well <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's why I would be like poor buster yeah yeah can I like get you a therapist <laughs> also buster was our grandfather's name so it's oh just my like, whenever <laughs> i hear buster i just think of my like sweet you know grandfather who passed away buster. but um yeah. yeah so Catherine, what did what did yeah. you think
2: well first of all the guy is like a guy who plays like one of dwight's friends on the office and i was like what are you doing here oh, yes my
0: god you are roll so... growl, roll growl. oh my god you're so right he's at the That's volleyball like... a... game yeah. You're too funny. Oh, my God. But,
2: so, so Thanks for bringing I the like, office into wow. it. Wow. Um, I, I definitely would have let the guy rub my feet to give me free shoes. Not those fugly-ass shoes. Yeah, not but, those. But, you know, I guess it, it was a different time. Um, um, yeah, I thought Charlotte took them back because she kind of got shamed by her sex-negative friends. I know. <laughs> yes, I know that's exactly I know. it. She
1: was fine she with it. She didn't feel bad. She
2: wanted it.
0: I know. I that's, know. And it was
2: Carrie.
0: I know. Yeah. The sex column. Yeah, Carrie columnist. who took
2: the thousand dollars from Monaco Man. I and mean, ex- ex- hypocrite. Ex-
0: exactly. It's so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> the scene when she does go back, it's like, I can't take these, you know why. And then he then they mm. do the scene and he's like, Ugh. All the- <laughs> well, talk about an
2: exhibitionist. He's like yeah. having an orgasm on the floor of what Stuart Whitesman <laughs> like,
1: Yeah. The white carpet. I- <laughs> I don't know. I thought that, so, that yeah, it was kind of cute. Ridiculous.
2: So what do we want well, to rate? I... Oh, sorry. Go oh, on. No, my only, like, judgmental thing for Charlotte in that episode was her toe ring. Oh, my God. Totally. <laughs> I wanted to bring that
0: up.
1: <laughs> what the hell? Toe rings were very <laughs> She's in. from
0: Connecticut. Like, what are uh, you doing? They were in. Why, but why did Charlotte have... Oh, my God. Okay, so, Catherine,
2: what are you going to rate this episode? I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. Oh. All right, so this is out of, I, 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 have, I have to understand the rating system, so it's out of 5 <laughs> Just give it and a ten. total Everyone ten, says this. It's a total
0: just, of
1: ten shoes? Sure, ten, whatever. Whatever you want. Ten
0: individual shoes, five mm-hmm. that match each other.
1: Okay, okay. So, We didn't think about this, and so we created it, and now we just go
2: with it. And well, because we were trying, like, one shoe, and then it was, like, a three-quarter shoe. Um, I would get this episode of four. I thought it was really well done. Oh. I thought they tied the thread together. Um... I loved, I thought the plotline with Miranda was funny. Um, I thought that, you know, I thought Sam's plotline was like nothing. But I think it was emotionally resonant. I think it felt real. I think it sets you up for where you're going. I thought the dialogue was really good. Um Ooh. Yeah, everyone felt less like a caricature than they sometimes can.
1: They felt more like a person. I, I'm very yeah. easily influenced by other people's ratings. So I Yeah, was, I could see it going up in your head. No, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Mm, Sarah, can I,
0: can I say mine? Of course my rating is 4.75 what <laughs> i know so basically it's like four no it's four pairs of i was trying to make this work basically it's as if one shoe was in like the wrong size like in the box the yeah exactly so like wow, a size you seven rate,
1: this is the highest rating you've ever given
0: I know because it was emotional and big was announcing this huge announcement and she got so angry and she like had to throw the freaking McDonald's at the TV, I, and it made me so angry, and so I thought it was, like, very relatable. It incited episode.
1: rage. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was incensed.
1: So I think after hearing all this, just because of I'm so easily influenced <laughs> by it, I was, go, I was aiming for, like, a 3.75. I could be generous and give it a 4. I'm obviously not going to go below a 3.5. I think the, the reason why I did enjoy this episode was because I know how it sets the rest of the series up. This is a series, as I said, it's a series changing episode. Their yes. relationship from now on is very, very pivotal. Different. Pivotal. Yeah. Is it different? I don't know. It's kind of the same thing. But this, <laughs> this puts her in a different kind of direction. Um... Well, Catherine, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you on. for
2: coming on. Thank you for having me. This is a dream. Catherine <laughs> is Lutz
1: an original Miranda. I'm a big Miranda. fan. <laughs> big, big fan. Um, original Miranda. <laughs> so for all our listeners, it is episode 13 next. And this is the episode that the Carrie Tracker soundbite comes from. So it's a great listen. Yep. Um, so thanks for listening. And I hope everyone has a good night.
2: Bye, Mirandas. Bye you <laughs>